Every year this week, um, I try to deliver a message like this because June in the secular world is so-called Pride Month. But in our world, in our ecclesiastical world, it's the month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And Jesus said very clearly, describing himself, I am meek and humble of heart. And humility is the antithesis of pride. Pride's the deadliest of the seven deadly sins. So every year I try to drive that home in a particular way. But I will be honest, every year I'm like a little bit nervous to do it because the powers that be have made it clear that you're not allowed to disagree with them. There are consequences if you do. But this year, out of the mouth of Jesus himself, I get what I need. Fear no one. No one. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. A lot of us are more than happy to share our Catholic beliefs in private, when there's like nothing on the line, or at a dinner party or something. But as soon as we get into the workplace or into a friend group that has um, maybe a lot of non-Catholics or like wherever, we clam up. And we clam up most of the time because of fear, fear of the consequences of saying what we know in our hearts to be true. For me, I think, based on the current level and rate of my healing, by the grace of God, that time is over. I feel it deep in my heart, that time is over. If the secular world wants to shut me up, it's gonna have to kill me. And I feel super chill about that for some reason. Just totally, totally peaceful. And if you know me personally, you know that's not my personality. I'm more like, eh, you know, about stuff. So it's gotta be the grace of the Holy Spirit. I just feel awesome. I feel crazy relaxed. Because I think I've turned the corner where I'm thinking a lot less about what people who don't know the Lord think and a lot more about answering the question, am I pleasing you, Lord? Are you pleased with me, my master? It's a good place to be. So with that said, got a few little short messages for a few different distinct groups. First of all, to those of you who identify as gay or trans or non-binary or whatever it may be, um, do not believe the secular world. The secular world says that Catholics hate you. And it's just simply not the case. We have no reason to hate you. And it's literally our second rule. Love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. We're not permitted to hate anybody. 
Like, if we hate anybody, we're not even Christians. So we don't. Just don't believe them. We do believe, though, that God is real and that He's made us in a certain way that has nothing to do with what we think or, or how we feel, and that that's okay. We're fallen. We're broken, 100% of us, and that changes what we feel and what we want a lot of the time. And it's our path to happiness to realize that, to realize that that's going on and to begin to heal, to reach out to the sacred heart of Jesus and ask Him for healing. If you're struggling, reach out to me too. I'm your chaplain. Unlike the secular world, I'm not going to lie to you though. I'm going to tell you the truth. Some of those things might make you mad. That's okay. We can still love each other if we're mad at each other. That's another lie of the secular world, that you got to agree with everything or you can't love each other. That's ridiculous. I'm going to tell you the truth about your inherent dignity as a beloved son or daughter of God. I'm going to drive it home. I'm going to talk about what I talk about here at the parish all the time, that we all have deep internal woundedness and brokenness. And we all need to heal from that. I'm going to tell you that the world has lied to you through its teeth because of their own brokenness and their own hatred, truly, for anybody that would dare to contradict them. They're wolves in sheep's clothing, and they'll consume you if you let them, and I don't want that to happen. So reach out to me. Secondly, to parents. If you have a child that is experiencing some of these things, and it's hard, it's confusing, I want you to reach out to the Encourage Chaplain, Father Eric Anderson. Many, many kids are having their minds changed, altered by the secular culture, even in Catholic schools and other contexts. Maybe you heard, but this last week the Archbishop dismissed the entire staff of Catholic schools. And that was the right decision to make in part of this stuff. If you're struggling with that type of thing, I want you to reach out to him. He's a very, very valuable resource, but he's not the only resource. Give you a reminder from last year, reminder that the take-home was you just got to screen everything that your children watch or read or listen to. It's just how it has to be. The secular world can no longer be trusted to make neutral content. They have a very specific agenda that is contrary to the gospel. And... Uh, they will try to get it into the minds of children any way that they can, any way that they can. And that's more true this June than it was last June when I said they're coming for our kids. I make no apology for calling the secular world out on the fact that they believe that people are just really fancy monkeys and they can do whatever they want, with their bodies, there is no truth, there's no God, you can do whatever you want, there's no consequence, that's what they believe. And if you believe that, there are some 
devastating consequences, especially for the young, even unto, sadly, death. Another good resource is Theology of the Body School for Parents, tobparentschool.org. Parents, if you're struggling, like, please, please reach out. Another good one is the Archbishop's Letter to Catholic Schools about gender theory that I talked about a few months ago, printed some out, put them in the back. You can get it at archdpdx.org if you don't have it digitally. It's a beautiful and short summary of what we believe is revealed to us by God about the nature of humanity and sexuality and how we should behave. I'm going to try to break that down with some other topics more in the fall of this year. I'm going to do a six or eight part homily series on raising authentically Catholic kids in an increasingly secular world. I've been thinking about it for about a year now. And so you're not alone. There are resources there, whether you have a kid that's struggling or you're just thinking, I don't want to have a kid that's struggling. I, I want to give them what they need to grow up happy, healthy, and at peace. It's here for you. And finally, I need to um, address a certain group of people that I haven't directly addressed before from the AMBO. And it's become even more clear to me in light of recent events that that is absolutely necessary. To you, card-carrying, fully initiated Roman Catholics that have totally bought into gender theory and everything else that the secular world teaches about humans and human nature and human sexuality. To you who are actively voting for politicians that support those things and actively encouraging children to take hormones and get surgeries, to you who are encouraging them to think and to live in a way that's utterly contradictory to what the church teaches. If you think at the end of your life, you're just going to waltz through the gates of heaven. I can tell you as a Catholic, as a priest, and as a moral theologian, you're mistaken. Jesus was very, very clear about adults that caused children to lose their way. It says this in Matthew. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened round his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. 
Woe to the world for temptations to sin, for it is necessary that temptations come. But woe to the man by whom the temptation comes. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. Repent of this heinous sin while you still have time. Teach the children in your life to live like God made them to live. Or the only thing waiting for you on the other side of the river of death are the same mutilating spirits that you welcomed into their lives. <laughs>